we've we've uh, had an amazing day uh, here in the Moore household. Uh, my our our youngest son Creed, uh, he started junior high baseball this past week, and he was he was back on the uh, the diamond today. And uh, uh, here in our little uh, small section of the world, uh, we we battled the Roth Tigers tonight. It, it, you know, Roth baseball. I mean, they, um, they've won, I don't know, over the last uh, 15 years, probably at least uh, 10 or 12 state championships. And uh, uh, Creed's little group, the, the Mighty 80 Cougars, they run rolled them tonight. So, wow, we run rolled them. And, and that little um, – uh, I was about to say something I probably shouldn't have – Creed, he flat out got after it. He went two for two at the plate, drove in four runs, uh, scored three runs. Uh, he walked once, and uh, uh, his only attempt in the field, uh, he he took care of that as well. So, uh, man, it, it's been a it's been an amazing day. But um, guys, we're gonna jump right into. I apologize. Uh, you get me talking about my boys, and <laughs> I love it. But that's what this business is all about. It's all about time freedom. It's all about being able to live your life on your own terms. And that's what this opportunity is all about. It's what, what we're going to experience uh, just in a handful of days. We all get together in, in OKC. Um, but let's get a quick solutions update uh, from the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, all the way out there in Alabama, Mr. Jimmy Parrish. Mr. Parrish, do you have a solutions update real quick, my friend? I do, Jeremy. I just got a couple of things I want to mention. Things are winding down as we lead into OKC. And uh, one of the things I'll mention, it's our last uh, solutions training before the conference. And that takes place this Friday, April 1st. It is not an April Fool's joke, even though it is a level one training. And you can find out more about that by emailing solutions corp, excuse me, solutions training at legalshieldcorp.com. That's solutions training at legalshieldcorp.com. If you are a team member, have joined Legal Shield since January 1st, then this training is free to you. Uh, there won't be any other trainings until a week or so after OKC. So you want to get your people in on the basics training to help them decide how they want to build their business and major in solutions and minor in uh, team building or vice versa. But you need to have both as part of your arsenal. And then just uh, mentioned OKC, we're just 10 days away from uh, getting there. And then on Thursday morning, April the 7th from 8 to 12.30, there will be the Solutions Breakout Session. At that session, we anticipate having close to 800 Solutions-minded associates that will be there. I know there are folks that are on this call today that will be featured there. Uh, I know for a fact Mr. Harold Pinson's going to be on a Legends panel. Is that right, Mr. Pinson? I think I heard that you were going to be speaking and uh, excited about that. And there'll be others from the Moore team that'll be featured that day. Remember what we've talked about in previous weeks. They're giving away in that four and a half hour training, 25 gift cards in the amount of $250 each. And five of those gift cards will be given away to people that are there at 8 a.m. So if you just want to get there, be on time, they're going to open the doors at 7.30. They're going to start letting people in at 7.45 that are on the wait list. And you'll want to be there on time because you might win one of those $250 gift cards. It'll be a tremendous program. If you've already registered for OKC, you can tweak your reservation to include the money for this particular breakout. 
It's only $20, and I highly encourage you to be there. I'm looking forward to that. But I don't want to take any uh, thunder away from our trainer, one of the best trainers our company uh, has to offer. We'll look forward to hearing him share from the, from the main stage there at OKC, but we're delighted to have him a little early tonight. So, Jeremy, I'll turn it back over to you so you can introduce our special guest. Thank you so much, my friend. And, and again, um, we'll put it out there. I mean, you're going to be in OKC, so if you're there, plug in plug in because the information you will receive will enhance your business. But guys, um, we have a few announcements we're going to make and I, I'm going to, I'm going to withhold those. And we'll, we'll, we'll do those at the, at the very end of the call, uh, some housekeeping things that you guys need to hear. Uh, but without further ado, guys, we have one of the most sought after trainers, speakers, uh, motivational people that I've met in my entire life. Um, and, and especially, uh, you know, if you give me a short list of people that I want to pour into my organization, um, I don't know if you could take one or two, but he's definitely at the top. He's definitely right there at the top. Uh, you know, he, he's a man of faith. He's, he's, uh, he's such an inspiration. His story is dynamic. I won't, still that away because I know there's so many of you guys that are brand new in the business. Um, you know, there's, there's so many of you guys that are just launching your business. First time you'll ever get to meet him is in OKC. And so I'll let him tell your story, but he's a $700,000 income earner. He's a millionaire club member. He's on the platinum world council. He's on the circle of champions. Uh, he's the man among men. He's my friend, and that's none other than Mr. Mike Humes. Take it away, my friend. Thank you, my friend. It's an honor to be here. Can you hear me clearly? Loud and clear. Awesome, awesome. I, I appreciate that. Out, but I was clapping. <laughs> Thanks so much. Listen, I am uh, I'm humbled and, and always honored anytime I get a chance to, to share with this family, and that's what this is. It's a family. First, before I even uh, move forward, uh, Kevin Moore, thank you so much for your service. Welcome home. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Uh, always great to see so many uh, who I consider family uh, on this Zoom. Uh, from, of course, Harold Penson, who's just been a, a mentor of mine, uh, you know, to hear from uh, Jimmy Parrish to start it. I always uh, know that I need to do more in the B2B space when I hear from such a legend and someone who is literally helped me build my business uh, just by being who he is. He literally is... 99% responsible for a $100,000 ring earner that's a part of my team. And, and of course, with the, the, the wands, I could go on and on, right? It's just, at Dave Hall, it's just a blessing to be uh, on this Zoom. And so I'm honored that I get a chance to make the acquaintance of so many who are brand new. But uh, I can go all the way back to when I started and I've been with Legal Shield uh, going into my 24th year at the end of September. I know I only look 25. Uh, but I've literally been with, at least I'm, I pray that's what I look like. I have a daughter who's turning 22 in in may so uh uh jeremy when i hear you talk about creek playing uh baseball and jay i'm thinking about when our kids were born right now i have a three and a half year old so you guys pray for me uh but it's been such a tremendous honor to be a part of this company uh as i you know get closer and closer to my 24th year with legal shield i'm zooming in from a home uh basement here in maryland uh, originally from washington dc i was a mailman by trade that's what i did i started that career at 21 uh, was excited about it, right? And went to college. I spent five years in college. I always like to let folks know uh, I spent five years in college. I left 
uh, school a sophomore, right? So uh, <laughs> uh, that wasn't going to work for me. And I'd been working since I was 13, grew up in a single parent household and, you know, something about eating was important to us. So I've always been a hard worker, but I was always looking for a way to create leverage to help my mom not only retire, but stay retired. And the post office came calling and it was actually what I wanted to do. I was excited about that career. Uh, and I bought a house at 21, which was my dream. That was a goal. Uh, but I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you felt stuck, where you're working just hard enough, right? So they don't fire you and they're paying you just enough so you can't quit. And I was working 70, 80 hours a week. Uh, and so I was really looking for an out after that first year and some things that happened. And I realized that uh, that this wasn't going to be the career that I, I could would probably spend the next 40 years in, right? When you start a career at 21, right? Retirement it was like 62. I don't know if it's 72 or 102 right now. I just know it's it's up there. And uh, so I, I, I knew that I was stuck. I was in a building with 400 people. So I literally saw what my future looked like. And Legal Shield came my way. Uh, and what do you think I did? I brushed it completely off. I did not see it. I never forget telling a coworker of mine when he tried to explain to me how it literally saved his job. And I knew that something had to have transpired, uh, that that wasn't for me. I was delivering mail to lawyers and law firms on my route that were charging three, four, even $500 an hour back then. So it just didn't uh, resonate with me. I just kind of believed that it was real. Uh, that uh, everyone else would have already heard about it. So it took me two years, right, before I was smart enough to take a look at this company and what I saw change my life. I saw the service that uh, my mom needed at the time and, uh, and, and that so many of us understand the value of. And, and so that's how I launched my business. And I was fortunate and blessed to be able to walk away from my job within nine months. Uh, the key to that I'll talk about because we can't be, what, nine days away from conference without talking about it. Uh, and that was really the steps that led to uh, me being able to walk away from my job. But it took nine months because I, I attended my first big event on my seventh month and uh, and I just have never looked back. So I'm not going to hold you guys. I know that this is, uh, you know, just again, we're right around the corner from conference. I know it's the 28th of the month. So I know where um, if you're anything like me, you're still working, you're still closing out the month. And that's really the secret right there, right? 20, uh, 20 almost 24 years in this business, and I'm still closing out every single month, right? I've been blessed to be a platinum uh, world council member for 20 plus of those years. And I still close out every single month, right? Every single month I'm working in you know, conjunction to help someone reach their goals as I continue to strive to reach mine. And so I know that you all are doing the exact same. And so for those who are brand new, uh, this is just such a, an honor to be on the Zoom. Why? Because I think the first time I was on the Zoom may have been the year 2000, right? Uh, and it was uh, one of my mentors, obviously, uh, Mr. Ken Moore, who uh, invited me on and uh, when it was just a call, right? It wasn't a Zoom where we could see each other and someone who was so instrumental in who I am, uh, not just as a leader in, in Legal Shield or PPLSI, but as a man. Uh, he was instrumental in helping me to become uh, the type of father that I knew I wanted to be and uh, just the type of person of character and integrity that I knew I wanted to be in business. And, and so that's what I want to talk to you about is, is why this opportunity is such a blessing and why it's something that you just can't get anywhere else, right? We know the type of society we live in. We know that if we look left or right, there's something going on, whether it's somebody getting slapped at the Oscars or whether it's uh, what's going on in, in Russia and Ukraine, right? We're, we're bombarded with all of these different things that are can so easily take our focus. And so it's hard to focus on 
you know, our kids experiencing a night like a Creek is experience, experience tonight. And you could just see uh, the excitement in, in, you know, Jeremy Moore's face. And I, I felt that, right, as a father of two beautiful daughters, Michaela and Maya, as a single father, right? So I know that. So, but it's so hard to stay focused. So I, I applaud you guys to have so many of you plugged in on a Monday night, right? Most people on a Monday night are getting in and they're still trying to recover from the weekend, but you're uh, you know, plugged in to your team Zoom to to focus on what the next steps are as we about the first quarter, right, of 2022 uh, as to where you want to go and what you want to do. And so three things that, that helped me to uh, to build. And uh, can you guys still hear me? Okay, good. I heard some feedback. I wasn't sure if that was me. Uh, but but a few things that helped me. One, to, to get to this point is I had to have a strong why. And I, and I hope that you guys keep your why close to you, that you keep your reason why, your wants and reasons uh, is another way of explaining them uh, close to you as to why you're building, because there's so many distractions, so many things that could take us off course, right? I mentioned earlier, it was something about eating that was important to my family, right? So that was a why, right? Why do we go to work for someone else? Why do we go and start, a, a if you're self-employed, start a business for yourself? Why do we do those things? Because we, you know, we want to have a better life, Right. Uh, no matter where you are, whether you're uh, just launching your business and you're, uh, you know, in, in our young professionals division, or, or whether you're, uh, you know, not in the young professionals division, right? With the, a, a tenured person with our company, or wherever you are in life, we have a why, and I just want you to make sure that you keep that in front of you. The only reason Mike Humes is still around almost 24 years later, is because of my wants and reasons, right? I knew that there was no other way that I was going to be able to help my mom retire uh, almost 22, 23 years ago now and stay retired if I didn't find an opportunity that was going to allow me to be the, the son that I always said I wanted to be, uh, be the man that I, I always proclaimed I would be. Uh, it, there was no other way unless I found a real opportunity that would pay real people uh, some extraordinary and real income. And I was blessed to find that and be a part of building it. So you've got to have strong wants and reasons. I, growing up in a single parent household, one of my wives was I was going to be a father, just like what you heard at the beginning of this call, right, from Mr. Moore. I was going to be a father that was a full-time father. I was going to be involved. I was going to be there. I was not going to miss anything, right? I have a podcast that I started uh, just um, a few months ago. And so just uh, Friday, when my daughter was home, Michaela's a senior now in college. For those who've been around, can you believe that, right? A senior in college. I can't believe it. Uh, and we were down here recording a podcast episode, something we just wanted to do together. And it was revealing to be able to have a, a real open conversation with my daughter about things that the name of my podcast is We Won't Quit, right? Uh, it's the We Won't Quit podcast. And it's designed to, to, to really help people who have found themselves or, or to give entrepreneurs and just people in general who may feel stuck an opportunity to hear the stories of those uh, who have gone through the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of business and life, uh, but they've come out on the other side because they embody my quote, that it's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. And so my daughter and I are having this episode, we're talking about just her in school and when she wanted to quit her freshman year. Some of the things I didn't know, right? Just how challenging it was. She's a very accomplished dancer, right? She's National Honor Society in dance, right? And, and uh, as well as academics. So she had scholarship offers in dance and she chose a very competitive uh, school to, to attend only an hour and 20 minutes away from home, uh, which I'm excited about. But it was challenging for her because she had to learn genres of, of music and, and dance rather that she wasn't accustomed to. 
right? It was very challenging. And she talked about the ups and downs. And so I want you to understand, as I'm sure we're no stranger to challenges, to opposition, to things not always going our way, uh, but she stuck and stayed. She said, Dad, I only had one other choice, and that was, and that was to keep going, right? There, wasn't a, there was no plan B, right? It would only detract from my plan A. So my plan uh, B, my plan A, rather, was to keep going, right? It was to get it done. Was it tough? Yes. Did, was it uncomfortable? Absolutely. And it was so powerful for me to hear that from my daughter because her whole life, she's watched me go through challenges and opposition and come out on the other side as a single father raising her, right? Being the only dad sometimes on field trips, she used to joke, dad, you go on more field trips than I do. Like, slow down, like, stop, you're embarrassing me. Uh, but I didn't have that. And so that was one of my whys, was to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Right to make sure that that I was plugged in, to make sure that I spent the time necessary uh, with my grandmother. Right, my grandfather passed away while I was at the post office, which was a very pivotal moment uh, in me launching my business. Because I remember, never forget the post office asking me to produce an obituary to basically verify that I was at a funeral, as if I would fake the death of my grandfather. Right, the, the patriarch of my family, uh, in order to get a day off. And I'll never forget how I felt as a man. I'll never forget how that made me feel. And I remember going into the men's room and I'll just get personal with you. And I remember being looking in the mirror and being just, just at a point where I'd never been in my life, right? As a young man launching into uh, the, the world and uh, you know earning some, some great income, doing everything right. I bought a home. Uh, I didn't mention that they'd also uh, cut my hours in half after they found out I bought a home and a supervisor actually told someone, let me see him pay his mortgage now. And so I remember those situations because my grandfather passed the exact same uh, day or two from when I settled on my new home. And I remember going back to work, being told that I was uh, getting half the time, knowing I had a brand new mortgage, knowing I just you know, lost someone who was very close to me. And that is one of those moments, family, that I will tell you. Uh, Jim Rohn says it best. He says, you know, they're disgust is a negative emotion, but it could have a positive effect. And I had to make sure that it had a positive effect on me. I just had to make sure, right? One of my favorite books is by Augmandino, right? Uh, Augmandino, and it's the greatest salesman in the world, a book I had avoided reading for a long time. And, and one of it is, uh, one of the, the scrolls, if you will, is I will master my emotions, right? I'm not going to let uh, my emotions control me. Now, guess what? Today, I let my emotions control me. We saw, if, you, if, you, if you've been a part of the news, you saw yesterday where someone let their emotions control them, right? We see it often, right? where people let their emotions control them. But family, we have to be in control because the only way we can conquer uh, and, uh, and get the things that are wants and reasons uh, to, to where they are, to where we want them to be is by being in control. And so I wanted to control the environment of where my daughters went to school. I wanted to control uh, the environments of, of, of you know, my time. I wanted to control my income. And that's what PPLSI has allowed me to do. It's allowed me to, to wake up and decide how much I was worth versus someone telling me how much I was worth every single day. It helped me to make a decision to say, these are my wants and reasons, and this is how I'm going to obtain them. And so I'm willing to work around the clock for myself, especially if I'm willing to work around the clock for a job, especially if I was willing to work around the clock for the post office. So I had to make a decision, right? And, and, and we all have choices, right? It, it, we're typically given two choices. First, let me give you the, my definition of choice. It's the voluntary act of knowing that which is preferred. The voluntary act of knowing that which is preferred, right? It's doing what you want to do versus what someone always told me I could do. Someone told me when to come to work, what time to be there, 
Mike, you look hungry. Go to lunch. Oh, no, your daughter's sick today. I can't cover you today. Uh, you can take her to the doctor on Friday when I have more help. Like we allow people to control those things. And so I realized that I only had two choices and, and we all do. The first choice, and it's really this simple, is to be less. It's to be less. It's to work less. It's to plug into Zooms less. It's to attend conferences less. It's to make less. It's to grow less, right? It's, it's, it's to not live up to the potential that God has called us to be. And the second one is to do it all, is to become as much as you can, is to make as much as you can, to give as much as you can away, to live as much as you can, to love as much as you can, to help as much as you can. That's what I love about this opportunity because it helped me to be able to do the things that I knew I was purposed to do. It allowed me to do it. And so your wants and reasons are everything. Now, was it easy? No, I had to decide, which was number two, what was I willing to give up in order to go up? Look, there were some sacrifices that needed to be made. The first thing I had to give up was, uh, and, and my buddy Harold Pinson, uh, who's an avid baseball fan, right? Uh, Harold, I still have in my office uh, the, what you gifted me, right? This, uh, it sits on my, on my, uh, uh, in my office, right? Right next to some of my awards. Uh, just one of the many gifts that uh, my friend bestowed upon me. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'm an average sports fan. And there were things I had to sacrifice, right? I didn't need to know who won every single game in the NCAA tournament. I didn't need to know who drafted who. I didn't need to know what trade went through every single day. It wasn't paying me. So that was something I had to sacrifice. But the only way I could subdue that habit was with another habit. The only way you could subdue a habit is with another habit. So what do I mean by that? So I had to give up something, which I gave up, uh, you know, sports, television, right? all of that on my run toward uh, executive director. And I replaced it with personal development. I replaced it with listening to uh, as much as I could listen to. You know, now we can just plug in YouTube. Now we have audios. Now we have podcasts right on our phone. We have everything we need to be able to build is right there in front of us. It's right there, readily available at our fingertips. Here's the one thing I gave up more than anything. And just let me know how I'm doing on time. One, the thing I gave up more than anything was my victim's mentality. I realized that I was hooked on pain, that I didn't expect to win. And there's, you can't win if you don't expect to, right? I was, I was being less. I was hooked on being less. And, and so that wasn't going to suffice if I wanted more. Third thing I had to do is I had to get around like-minded people. I had to get around folks who were going, but just as much growing in the direction that I always talked about I wanted to. That's why being a part of the Zoom is so key. That's why plugging in and, and, and being in an environment where everyone is, you know, is working on themselves is so key. It meant I had to get away from some of those who had my problem in order to surround myself, right, with those who had my answer, right? The only way to subdue one habit is with another habit. And that's what I had to do. And those are the keys, family, that has allowed me to, uh, it's almost hard to say a legend in legal show, right? I'm, in, I'm 49, I'm still in my 40s, right? I'm holding on by a thread, but <laughs> I'm still in my 40s. So I spent half of my life, right, 24 years here with this incredible company. And so, all I can tell you is to continue to grind, continue to do the things that you set forth for yourself and you're going to cross the finish line. Listen, it means coming out of your comfort zone for some of us. This was completely uncomfortable. I remember seeing my best friend, you know, Donnell and Tracy Self, my best friends, but Mr. Self, and, and, you know, he's such an eloquent speaker. If you've seen him, if you've heard him, right, it's natural for him. It was not natural for Mike Humes. This was not something that was natural for me. 
right? And uh, we were just joking about how the first time he had me to come up and write something on the board and, and I was shaking so bad, it was like connect the dots. It was just all over the place, right? He just always tells that story. The first time I practiced even telling a testimonial, just my story, uh, it was with them and the kids were in, in front of me, right? Their kids were in there laughing. They were little, right? Now, now they're executive directors, bronze executive directors and beyond, right? And, but that's, I was so committed. I was in my postal uniform. It was after working a 12 hour day and I stayed at their house at three or four in the morning, day after day, perfecting it, getting better. The only way I was going to get better is if I worked at it. And so you've got to do it. You've got to be get out of your comfort zone, right? Nothing resides in your comfort. Success does not reside in, the, in, in comfort. It just doesn't, right? It's stretching yourself. It's, it's doing more. It's becoming more. And I'm so fortunate that I was able to see so many examples within this company that allowed me to see that, guess what? If they could do it, I can do it. Not only did I see them, but they also sewed into me and told me and looked me in the eye like Mr. Kim Moore and said, you can do it. You're going to be great in this company. And, and so many other things. I can vividly envision those conversations over and over and over. Let me leave you with this because you know we all have a finish line. We all have a place and we really don't have a finish line, but we're all running this race called life. And, and one of my favorite stories is, uh, is a story from the 1968 Olympics, right? And, and, it's, and it's, you know, just finishing the race. And it was a, a gentleman uh, that was in that race, right? His name is John, John Stevens Aquari. Many of you may have heard the story, 1968 Olympics in Mexico City. And watching and this story, uh, as I see it on YouTube, uh, first hearing about it, it just blew me away that someone had that type of resolve, right? We know that in the Olympics, it's the longest, the marathon is the last event right? The humidity was uh, ridiculous. So there were records being broken in the sprinting and the long jump and the high jump. But uh, that last marathon is the last event. And, and you know, Mama Waldy won it in two hours, 22 minutes and 26 seconds, right? He won the race out of Ethiopia, the third Ethiopian to win back to back to back, right? Uh, and, but, but John Stevens Aguari at about the 19th kilometer uh, collided with some other runners and he fell and he dislocated his knee. I think we all know that if you're a runner, dislocating your, your knee is not a good thing, right? He had, had fell, hit his head, he was bandaged, his shoulder was, uh, was, was bruised, and uh, 18 runners quit out of the 75. There was something about John Stevens Aguari that wouldn't allow him to quit. It just wouldn't allow him to quit. And so it took him three hours, 25 minutes, and 27 seconds to cross that finish line. More than an hour after Mama Waldy had already won the race. Now, listen, with this being the last event, they'd already done the ceremony. They'd already given out the gold, silver. Uh, they, they've done the closing events of the Olympics are taking place. Meanwhile, this gentleman is still running. He's still running. Word gets out and the ambulance is following him into the Coliseum. People start to foul back in because they hear, hear that this guy's still running that's out there. So they want to you know, kind of cheer him on. So it's a sporadic crowd that's out there cheering him on. One reporter is, is talking and, and you can Google it, you'll see it. Uh, and this, the reporter comes up to him as he's crossing the finish line. He says, why? Why did you continue to run? Like you, you're an hour past the end of the race. I, I just want to know what made you keep going. Why was it so important to you to finish the race? And he said, because my country... Tanzania didn't fly me 5,000 miles to start a race. They flew me 5,000 miles to finish a race. And that's how I look at my PPLSI business. Listen, I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when it's going to stop. It'll never stop because we are able to leave a legacy for generations yet unborn. 
Uh, but what I do know is there's no way that I would ever stop running this race because so many greats have come before me. So many people laid the foundation. So many people left markers on that marathon so that Mike Humes can pick it up, so that Dave Hall could pick it up. You know, and the fact that I'm partnered with so many legends who are right here, uh, right now, right, who are, who are still running the race, lets you know that you're in the right place at the right time. Here's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you the right person? Are you where you need to be? We know we're in the right place at the right time. We have the right company. We have to ask ourselves, are we the right person? Meaning we know that things change, right? The company is going to, compensation plan at some point, I'm sure it'll continue to change. The membership is going to continue to get better. It's going to evolve. The only variable is us. That's the only variable, all right? Jimmy Parrish and, 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 and uh, Harold Pinson have sold thousands upon thousands and thousands and thousands of memberships, family. Even though the membership has continued to evolve, what makes them different is that they kept going, is that they embody my quote, which I'll leave you with, that the only way you can fail is to quit, but it is impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. I so look forward to seeing you guys in the next nine days at our conference. I look forward to, to being able to shake hands, uh, you know, and, and hug safely, right? I know we're still coming in and out of whatever this is, right, that we've been going through for the last two years, but I'm looking so forward to being able to see my PPLSI family and so many of you who I look up to uh, and those who are brand new, welcome to this family, welcome to uh, this, this PPLSI family. Uh, just trust me, the best is truly yet to come. I'll pass it back to you, Mr. Moore. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my friend. Man, guys, I, I, I've got a half a page of nuggets just myself. Uh, I hope you guys took diligent notes. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Mr. Humes, for pouring into us. Thank you so much for taking your time away from your family to, to pour into us. Uh, can't wait to see you, my brother. I can't awesome. wait to hug your neck. And, uh, man... Uh, you, like you said, you, you get me fired up. I, I can't, I mean, it, we're on zoom man. it's, it's hard to contain my excitement right now, but thank you so much for pouring. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Give, give Stephanie my love as well as, as your mom, your family, you know how much you all mean to me. Uh, so please let them know and congratulations to your son, man. Let's keep doing it. Keep rocking. All right. All right. All right. God bless. Guys, I told you we're going to keep bringing it every Monday. We're going to keep bringing it uh, because we want to pour into you guys. And in my opinion, uh, you just heard from, uh, you know, the best of the best, the best of the best. Uh, uh, one of the most uh, high character, man of God, integrity person that I have ever met in my entire life uh, is Mr. Mike Humes. I mean, he's man. Woo, I get chill bumps. I, I get chill bumps. Even though I, I got a little sun today, and, and so I got chill bumps naturally from actually being in the sunshine. But um, that was that was amazing. A uh, couple of things before we wrap up tonight. Um, guys, you got to be in OKC. Uh, just got a confirmation today, today, that Mammal will be in Oklahoma City. Mamaw is going to be in Oklahoma City. Um, she will be there uh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning, they're doing um, they're doing a lot of stuff. Okay, because it's fifty year anniversary. Saturday morning, you want to make sure you are in your seats right at the beginning. You want to be in your seats right at the beginning because 
um, as part of the, the all the events and um, stuff, uh, Mamaw and Pawpaw will be honored uh, uh, Saturday morning. So we need to make a big showing, need to make a big, big uh, uh, to do about it. But uh, for all of you guys that are brand new, your first convention or whatnot, be there, be there. Um, you know, there, we have all these legends. We have Mike Humes that spoke to us tonight. We have, you know, all the people that spoke to us all the, the previous weeks. They'll all be in OKC. They'll all be accessible in OKC. Uh, you've got to make that commitment. You want to, your business to take you uh, to live a lifestyle like our speaker, Mr. Mike Humes, just left. You need to be in OKC. You got to. I mean, it's non-negotiable, non-negotiable. If you're serious about this business, if you, even if this is your side hustle, you got to be an OKC, non-negotiable. Um, but a couple of quick things. Next week, next week, we will open up uh, to, for those that are already registered for our team breakout our team retreat this summer in San Antonio, Texas, the room block will be released. If you're not registered, you won't have the opportunity to take advantage of the room block. So I'm giving you guys a handful of days here, make the commitment, get registered uh, for our, for our team, our summer retreat. If you've never plugged in to a, a summer event, this is, I promise you, we, uh, Stephanie Moore does it up right. Uh, <laughs> she does it up right. So, uh, take advantage of that will drop in the next, uh, in the next few days. As a matter of fact, next week. So, um, I know we're all geared up to go to OKC. Uh, if you haven't registered, uh, reach out. If you have people on your team, they, you know, they, they're kind of on the fence. Get the reach out to us. We will get them a conference ticket. And at the worst case scenario, they can upgrade their ticket to a virtual ticket. But don't pay what corporate is going to charge you to do that. Get those folks registered. Get them registered. Get them registered right now. Um, we only have a, a couple, a handful of, of uh, registration tickets available, but they, they're there. They're there. It's not too late. So take advantage of that. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, amazing things happening in the next uh, handful of days. Close this month out strong. I promise you, you will want new folks on on your teams to take advantage of what's going to be announced uh, at the end of this month. So close the month out strong. Make sure you're in PC. Make sure you're in Performance Club. Um, you know, if you're a manager, do what it takes to get to senior manager. If you're a director, do what it takes to get to senior director. If you are, you know, a senior director or a director or a manager, do what it takes in the next handful of days to get to executive director. And the only way to do that is to bring on new folks to your teams. And I promise you, you will be rewarded. Uh, <laughs> there's some good things coming. There is some good things coming. Look forward to seeing you guys next Monday night. Um, and we're going to hear from uh, some of the, the top leaders in the entire team 
matter of fact, I'll just give you a rundown of, uh, of the, um, uh, the, the people that will be pouring into you, getting you guys ready for convention. We're going to hear from Mr. Hell Pinson. We're going to hear from Barbara and Manley Wilson. We're going to hear from Mr. Dave Hall. We're going to hear from Kevin Moore. We're going to hear from Jimmy Parrish. We're going to hear from uh, Jeremy and Stephanie Moore. We're going to prepare you guys to make sure that you get the most out of what's going to happen in the next uh, in nine, nine days from now. So make sure you plug in your teams next Monday night and above all else, Above all else, always, always, always keep God number one in each and every one of your lives. Keep your family second and PBLS third. Everything else will take care of itself. God bless you all, and you guys have an amazing rest of your week.